hey, 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 guys, welcome back to another episode of the Adult Puzzle Podcast. You know, it's the Immaculate, Most Incredible, Mr. Incredible, <laughs> Lamy Day here, you know, King of Vice, Incredible, that's a King new of one. Talk, <laughs> King of Pod, you know, I'm here again. Blessings to you all, and with me is the most beautiful, stellar sounding, <laughs> mind captivating. Oh my gosh! Breathtaking! Wow! Wow! Sweet sounding! Wow! Them gorgeous looking! <laughs> Lola Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? I feel like your intros are so good. I never yeah. even know what to expect. Too, you just too, like give it. <laughs> too, too much, too much of listening to different parts. Too much of MTV, I guess. Those yeah. VJs in Nigeria used to be like, they used to say the wildest shit at the yeah. beginning of like shows. And you're like, how can a human being think like this? Like, it's just super weird and fast and funny and witty. Because I'm guessing you have to like try your best to grab an audience's attention in the first few seconds so you have to be really intentional and witty so they're like okay interesting what's he going to say next (laughs) so you know (laughs) yeah this is why you're going to be the one that actually does shit in the entertainment industry (laughs) how are you how are you feeling today how was thanksgiving Ooh, thanksgiving was really really good i had a great time mm-hmm. um i saw my grandma saw grandpa and i had a really amazing time to be honest with you i went back home on wednesday so the day before that's I'm, nice i'm back to work now you know that's nice that's nice um thanksgiving was good for me as well i think Everything you said, I can definitely relate. It was nice to see family and chill with them. Um, anything else cool, interesting happened this week? Uh, did it? No. Uh, no. Nothing. It was just randomly okay, good week. Mm-hmm. I'm rounding off, slowly rounding off with classes preparing for finals so yeah it's it's Ooh. it's just being that kind of yeah week. yeah 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 not nothing yeah. extra i'm definitely low-key class to my house my house to class <laughs> <laughs> class to your house your house to class that's it that's it because <laughs> i have like a study of my own in my house so Except I need to do some research. I I could go to the library, but I pretty have a sane and quiet apartment to study. So, yeah, it's it's that time of the semester, I guess, you know. Yeah, that's actually like a very great segue into the topic for today. Um, Yes, it is. We're trying to slow it down a little. Um, To your point, I think, I mean... I'm not in school anymore, but I could definitely relate that this season Look just feels you, like... big girl, big girl. I'm not in school anymore. <laughs> yeah, 
Hello, I'm not insulting anymore until sorry, a certain those point. Those of us who are students, so sorry, when school you so doing your guys, guys, look at her. She was like, "I'm not in school anymore." You know those aunties and uncles? They're like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I'm not, I, I, I I wish I could relate, you know. I'm not in school anymore. So uh, we, we peasants in school. Well, sorry, ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. You get to your master's. I'm going to have to go back and get my master's. Sorry, so ma'am. So if you it, <laughs> I'm running away from my problems. <laughs> Yo. Don't worry, the bag is compensating now. You won't feel it. Chase, chase yeah, that bag. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the ultimate goal. I'm trying to chase the bag so hard that I don't need to go back. You know, school. funny enough, I would think I would be you right about now. But it's funny how I've just tried my best to resist chasing the bag super early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And doing the complete opposite, getting all the all the, would I say, certifications or whatever they reach early Mm -hmm. on so that I can do that afterwards, just be comfortable in my position. I know that I'm not entering any class or campus or whatever. I don't know, maybe it's just the fear of me not being as fresh and sharp as I want to. Yeah. I can't imagine having a family and having to take out time to go do a graduate program. Ah, almost. Yeah. Trust and me. there are a lot I of think, them right now in my class, which is... Yeah, I think that's a very fair point because I am not looking forward to taking, like, GRE or MCAT anytime soon because in mm-hmm. my head, I'm just not used to that, like, studying mentality. And kind of vibe. Yeah, it's a yeah, whole different ballgame, exactly. trust me. Like, it's it just... Is. It is. So, I don't know. Like I said... <laughs> running away from my problems. <laughs> we'll see. We'll cross that bridge when we we'll get there. We'll cross that right? bridge when we get there. When we get there. Um, but what I was saying was, I feel like it's a good like today's topic is actually great for the season that we're in because to your <laughs> point, you have a lot of um, like your semester is coming to an end, so you're wrapping mm-hmm. up a lot of things, so you're doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, um, just because of how things mapped out for the projects that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. We are hitting that point as well where we're trying to launch something and it just feels like this is this is the last sprint to the final mm-hmm. finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, so today's topic is going to be about work-life balance, as you already know. Uh, we haven't had this conversation before, so I'm very curious to see like what we talk about and how it evolves. But mm-hmm. ultimately, we're just going to talk about all things work-life and I guess what that embodies because i think work-life balance is very different for you very different for me mm-hmm. um, so i'll just start it off and say like what is work-life balance to you and what are the things that you're trying to balance in the face that you're in your life right now um i would say having complete control mm-hmm. of personal and professional, you know, so mm-hmm. that control, I, I'll just say it's the control. If you, if you're in control of mm-hmm. both your personal and professional lives, I would say you're achieving work-life balance at a, you know, to a certain degree, cause it's that control that most people don't have because we're, most people are being controlled by them 
you're not in mm-hmm. control of them. So mm-hmm. where you would want to be as a person is to be in control of them. You know, you can dictate the pace, you can slow down, you can raise it up if you're in the mood, if you think you can take on more, you can attend to stuff when you need to. But, you know, when they dictate, when they dictate the terms for you, and when I say they, I mean your professional and your personal life, you feel overwhelmed and you're, you're definitely not having balance there. So just being in control, I would say control, you know, that's it to yeah. me. You know? Yeah. I think that's, that's, that's very true. And that's very fair. What are the things? So you said personal and professional, and I, and I feel like those are general terms. What are the things that embody that? Like what are the things that you're typically trying to balance within those two buckets? I would say my faith, my relationships, adulting which is part of what you know because we're tackling that aspect you know which is why we started this podcast in a way adulting as a person growing um corporate life work politics if any you know uh professional growth um also just human socialization in general like so there are some random situations that just throw you off. Whether you get, like, watching the news alone makes you question, you know, humanity and the kind of decisions you make further. Like, do I bring kids into this kind of world? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whether I send my kids to school, this is, and so stuff is happening. So, yeah, I would say my faith, my relationships, you know, um, work politics, if any, my professional growth, uh, family, yo, Mm -hmm. yo, family, don't even get me started. But, yeah, all those, those I think, are, like, major segments or aspects of my life that I juggle every day every year oh, intense yeah. but yeah that's it that's it if there is one thing in my life that i've struggled in in my like early adulthood it's this like having work and life balance um and how i would describe it for me is like trying to to your point like trying to vi- find balance in like several aspects of your life if it's professional personal um however the reason why I struggled is whenever I thought about that, like finding the balance, it was kind of, uh, okay, I need to be doing, putting in like 25% of my time here, 25% of my time here, 25% of my time here, 25% of my time. And I think over time, I realized that that's unattainable and like work-life balance for me and what I, what I, what I needed to get to like, a healthy state for myself was not necessarily trying to strive strive for um, like equilibrium. So when I said 25 here, 25 here, 25 here, 25 here. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really hard for me because like I can tend to be that type of person where it's like I want to spread my eggs like equally and do everything well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just realizing that there's no such thing as the perfect balance. Because when you hear balance, like – you automatically think, you know, 
you're trying to get to an equal state, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with work-life balance, that balance itself is not necessarily for all the different aspects of your of like the things that you're trying to balance, which I'll get to in a second. It's mostly like a balance for yourself, like a healthy state of mind that is balanced. Like you're not too anxious, you're not too like excited, you're not too, you know, just that emotional well-being and healthy place of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing that's really important, which this hit me, my toughest year I think was 20. 18. This hit me, I want to say 2019, 2020, when I realized that there was nothing like the right balance. Um, And like I said, this is something that I struggle with because it's still something that I have to remind myself. Like, it's okay if you have a shitty week with family, for example. Like, it's okay if you're not the best family member this week but you make up for it next week. Um, But instead of trying to strive for that, like equilibrium of like trying to be the best in every single thing, what I should try to do is strive for harmony. Um, And this just means like, like constantly tweaking things just to make sure that you're in sync with your own personal, like healthy state of mind. Um, So ultimately that's what, I want work-life balance to be for me, like finding that right harmony of all the different things I'm trying to balance. <laughs> I don't think I'm there yet because I still struggle. And I think, I think I guess that's what makes it a harmony because some days are going to be better than the other. Um, but the things that I usually try to balance is everything you said, you know, work, you know, at some point work was school, but now it's like working to make a living, like trying to make money. And, you know, it's not just for the money. It's, it's, you know, my passion and things like that. Definitely like spirituality, a relationship with God, um, family time, as you mentioned, passions, like side projects, for example, this thing that we're doing. Mm-hmm. I know that like, we don't make money from this, like, but it's something that we've prioritized in our lives that is important. Sure. And, and we do try to balance it amongst like the other things. And it's important. It gives us that, you know, peace of mind and happiness and all of that. So, mm-hmm. you know, side projects, friendships, relationships, romantic relationships. Um, yeah. Yeah. I oh, definitely agree with you. Oh, and what? Yeah. I was going to say the last, the last thing that I think is very big is well-being. And I think everything feeds into that. So well-being meaning like mental health, if that's like going on a vacation to clear your mind, just that overall like well-being, physical, mentally, emotionally, and all of that, like putting that as a priority as well. Yeah. And I definitely agree with you when you said that equilibrium might not necessarily be like balance in the real sense with like work-life balance. Mm -hmm. What I mean is it's not a, it's not compulsory that it should be like an equal 25, 25, mm-hmm. 25, 25. Like there are some things that can be 10 and yeah. give the maximum efficiency or output for that 10, you know, yeah, another exactly. can be 30, another can be, it still balances out, but it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be like equal, you know? So yeah, that was, exactly. that was a really, really, really good point how many should be more like at the end of the day does it all fit you know mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so that definitely does make a lot of sense to me. And I'm guessing what I want to know now is, you know, when is it healthy and when is it unhealthy? You know, when mm. work-life balance is coming to question, like, yeah. you know. I'll speak for myself. So I, I know my unhealthy and, yeah, unhealthy and healthy traits. I think the biggest unhealthy trait I have is, like, setting boundaries and setting boundaries in the sense that like sometimes I can feel like I can do it all and I overwhelm myself and I think this we spoke about this in the stress episode so Mm -hmm. (laughs) there might be similarities here but um I think that's quite unhealthy for me and, and maybe other people might relate where instead of saying, oh, no, I'm sorry, I can't handle this this week, you kind of think about it like, oh, you know what? Let me just add this on. It shouldn't take extra time. But back to the point of efficiency, when start when the time now comes around, you find that you're spreading yourself so thin that you're not even doing the things that you want to do well. It's like you're half-assing everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that's quite unhealthy because there's sometimes where you just need to push back and say, hey, I can't handle this. And even at work, right, um, you know, if somebody hits you up by 4.45 to say, can you help me do this? Like, just say something like, oh, I'm sorry, I need to step out for a family thing instead of being like, oh, you know what, I want to help them and like not look bad and stuff like that. So for me, unhealthy, I think it's 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 not setting certain ba- boundaries. Um, and this applies to like different parts, right? Like work, sometimes with friendships, sometimes with um, like family. Um, yeah, just not setting certain boundaries. Healthy work-life balance, I think, is being um, aware of like, when you're doing too less or too much and being able to reassess. So kind of having um, like your own individual balance compass. And to our point before, it's not like a compass that's gauging for, is this 25, is this 25, is it 25? But you know how there are just some times where you know you're doing too much of something and you know you're doing too less of something, right? Like you haven't checked in on your family members that are going through a tough time. Like, you know, something in your head might be like, you should. Don't ignore that thing. Like check in on that person or whatever. Or with work, if you feel like you're doing the most and like, you know, you're you're maybe you don't feel like it, but your body is showing you signs that you're stressed out. Maybe take, take step backs, but just be able to pick up on your own personal cues that tell you you're doing too much or too less of something and recalibrate um, your compass. I think that's a very, very healthy trait to have to make like your work-life balance healthy because ultimately you're able to kind of constantly shift the harmony and constantly like readjust the skill of uh, like finding the right balance for yourself. How about mm-hmm. you? What do you think? Um, I'll start with unhealthy and mm-hmm. kind of is what you said, but I'm a very non-confrontational person, so <laughs> I tend to accept 
yeah. a whole lot of stuff and say yes to a whole lot of stuff that I don't necessarily agree with. Yeah. Just to avoid confrontation, you know. Mm-hmm. So whether that is taking on more tasks or, mm-hmm. you know, doing something that you don't necessarily agree with. Of course, mm-hmm. not morally um, intrusive, but I mean in mm-hmm. terms of like, stuff that i could easily maybe simply put a, a very plain example would be um imagine i didn't want to go out for instance and mm-hmm. you know maybe everyone was going out and I, because i didn't want to be like the you know kill joy i'm like okay fine mm-hmm. let's go that kind of thing i mean if i'm tired and i want to be home and chill i should be able to say that but natural lamide would be like okay fine let's go that kind of thing man. but yeah that might not be true all the time but i'm just trying to give like a really simple example of what i mean so that you know that is unhealthy to a certain degree and um, healthy would be you know communication i think you know mm-hmm. uh, i definitely sometimes think that saying things at the right time, the right way mm-hmm. can help you get ahead of a whole lot, you know, so a whole lot of stuff. So good communication or effective communication is definitely healthy. Yeah. In achieving, you know, because all parties involved understand what yeah. needs to be done and what doesn't need to be done and where they're at, you know, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, Yeah. Communication is so hard, and I think very underrated. It's uh, so underrated. Operation <laughs> divorces it's... happen because of lack of communication. Yeah, deals are closed because of effective coming. Like it's a yeah. very very underrated art, and mm-hmm. not a lot of people. And it's evolving too, right? Because mm-hmm. you would think that the best form of communication can happen in certain places in only certain stereotypical places and you know saying the right thing at the wrong place can be very damning you know compared yeah. to saying the right thing at the right place imagine yeah. me catching you you know in a bad mood let's say you're stepping out of something yeah. and I'm trying to get something across to you yeah. You're just not hearing it because you're not mm-hmm. in the right frame of mind. I caught you at yeah. a very wrong time compared to I took you out to dinner and we're just having like the greatest time and I sleep in the same conversation. Yeah. And you're more receptive to the idea of whatever I'm saying, right? Right. As compared to me just yeah. dumping it on you after, I don't know. Yeah, that's a very good point because I think you're so right. Like, communication is not just the words that are coming out of your mouth, it's how you deliver it. Is it the right time? And you have to pick up on the person's cues, like their what do they call it? Is it nonverbal cues um, or verbal cues? I, I don't verbal know. Verbal cues or nonverbal right, like, cues or I, facial yeah. cues, but they, yeah. yeah. Like their their body language, I guess that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. You have to pick up on their body language. Like, are they having a good time? Is this a trigger for them? And all of that in in itself is is kind of hard. And especially when you're trying to 
set boundaries in certain things. Like, for example, at work, if you're trying to say, oh, no, I don't want to do this without sounding like you're incompetent, but also not sounding like, but also not saying yes and making it seem like you're the person they can always dump work on, right? Like that balance. But I just had to say that because when you were talking about communication, I was like, yeah, like it's so true, but it's also so hard. And like, these are the things that (laughs) you don't realize how difficult it is until you're in a very difficult situation. And to your point, it evolves. Like every, the way you communicate today to someone is not the same way you're going to communicate to another person in another day or even that same person on another day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry, I digress. I just had a no, moment. No, <laughs> I mean, very good point that you that you mentioned, you know, because it is what it is. I just yeah. think communication, mm-mm-mm. I've been mm-hmm. burned too many times by the lack of it. Mm-hmm. And I've gained so much from the effective usage of it. So I would say, you, you know, I'm privy to both sides of the coin and <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely something definitely underrated. I think we we'll both agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. How do you, um, how do you identify the type of work life balance that you have? So basically what I'm trying to ask is what type of work life balance do you have right now? Um, at the moment, I want to say it's completely healthy because um, I'm making sacrifices, intentional sacrifices for a certain level of results. So I'm purposefully engaging in that, you know, for the greater good. Because sometimes, you know, being comfortable or, you know, if you want to have that balance all the time, quote unquote, you might just end up being average, right? So mm-hmm. mm. now I'm in a phase in my life where I'm purposefully, like, you know, depriving of myself of some stuff, you know, making sacrifices and with the hopes of getting a certain result. So I wouldn't say my my situation is completely healthy at the moment, but I'm aware of that and my job, I think, personally, would be that I don't wear myself out mm-hmm. or burn myself, yeah, you know, burn myself out because of mm-hmm. extreme measures, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. But now, it's a whole lot of sacrifices and, you know, right. trying, to, trying to get ahead. Yeah, so yeah, that's where I, I am right what- now. Yeah, what you said there I think is very important because you are right. There are times that you have to make certain sacrifices and do more of something for a longer period of time just to get to your next step. And to your point, if you're always kind of mediocre, it might not propel you, maybe, maybe not, but it Mm. might not propel you to the point in your life where you want to. And we we do have to make sacrifices. And sometimes some things have to take the hit if it's your social life for for a period of time, if it's Mm -hmm. your relationship life for a period of time, if it's your side projects or whatever the case may be. But Mm -hmm. that's important to know. And I think understanding that you're making that sacrifices for the greater good, because you do Mm -hmm. know the direction that you're trying to head. Mm -hmm. I think that's very important. Um, For me... If I'm being honest right now, I do mm-hmm. think 
I relate with a lot of things that you're saying where it's like, I know that I'm making certain sacrifices in my life right now mm-hmm. to propel me to the point in to like advancements that I want to see myself get to mm-hmm. for the future. Mm-hmm. And I think I've seen that happen because I have made sacrifices within like my career. Well, yeah, sacrifices within my career, mm-hmm. within like my life to get to certain p- places that I'm at. Mm-hmm. However, I wouldn't necessarily call the point that I'm in healthy work-life balance because I think I hit levels of burnout this year that I've never hit before. And I'm specifically from like work. Mm. So because of how intense work got for me this year, Mm-hmm. I saw the negative detrimental effects on other parts of my life. So for example, like my health, um, I think just like there are times where my body would just be exhausted, like exhausted. And mm-hmm. I would have like certain type of stress induced symptoms, you know, and I think that for me was very concerning because it's like, yeah, you can work and work and work and like get the promotions that you want and mm-hmm. raises, but at the end of the day, health is still wealth. Um, health hmm. is still wealth. If mm-hmm. you're not healthy, how are you going to enjoy the fruit of your labor? Like, how are you going to mm-hmm. enjoy? To your point, the sacrifices, the things that you've been putting on hold to come back to mm-hmm. later, you might not even be able to have the chance to come back to them later. God forbid. But so that's something that I've definitely had to catch myself this year, just being like, I do understand that I'm making sacrifices, but there is supposed to be like a boundary to when it goes from sacrifice for the greater good to like a down downward spiral sacrifice if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. um so yeah i definitely think like lately this year for sure i haven't done a good job with like balancing work and it goes back to what i said earlier where I think some of the boundaries that I did not set came back to bite me. Hmm. Um, And it was also a very, very busy period of like my work life, but I'm trying my best. Like, you know, I've, I've learned now and these are mistakes that I don't want to repeat in like other periods to come. The end of this period is coming or this period that I'm in right now is coming to an end very soon. Thank God. So like, I'm hoping to not repeat it in the next one, but I would say that so many things took a hit, like my health, my well-being sometimes, even sometimes, I'm not going to lie, like friendships. And it sucks because like, you know how there are times where like you're thinking of a friend and like you genuinely care about them and you want to like catch up and stuff, Mm -hmm. but you just don't have the time or like, the I don't want to say energy because it makes it seem like you have to put in a lot, but you just don't have that like spare breath to put in the efforts to reach out. Does that happen to you? Hmm. Yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like that's like, been me a lot of this year, and it it mm. it kills me because like I feel so terrible because I know that I was going to ask, does it hurt emotionally? Yeah, like, does it, it does. Take a toll on you? Yeah. Okay. It does because there are times when I'm like, oh shoot. I said I was gonna reach out to this person and deep down I wanted to, but because I got so carried away with like the other things I have going on, I forgot until like much later. And when I remember I'm in the middle of something else. 
Um, so yeah, that for sure. Yeah. But like I said, I think that's why it's great to have, like, this is literally a therapy session for me, honestly, at this point. Um, but it's something that I do know I want to work on for sure. And obviously I'm not trying to be like everyone's best friend. And this is not for like me trying to always be reaching out to a friend, but Mm -hmm. I do find myself that the certain times where I think about certain people and I genuinely care about them and I want to reach out and like catch up and do all of those things but I forget because of you know getting carried away by other work things or just being pulled into multiple different directions and I feel like Mm -hmm. if I had the right boundary set for one thing I would have time to put into the other thing and like have a better harmony Mm -hmm. yeah 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 definitely Definitely. Um, I'm guessing, but you know, the truth of the matter is, I think if we all mm-hmm. had balance, mm-hmm. I'm guessing the part of maybe reaching out to a friend or whatever would, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be lacking. You know, we would be fulfilling those obligations or those promises, mm-hmm. but because everybody at a certain point in time is probably having that unhealthy situation mm-hmm. we're all lacking or short like that's true yeah the people who you would think like you know you've disappointed or whatever and stuff i don't think we would be true if we said all the time to they were upright or upstanding in all areas of their lives. You know what I mean? Cause yeah. you know, if they are good with their friendship circles today, you know, they might be struggling at work and they might not even share that because mm-hmm. they're masking that part with having a good time or a great time with their friends Always or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing, you know, we're all struggling. Yeah. <laughs> if we, no, that if is very true. If we want to be real with ourselves, you know. Yeah. I think recognizing yeah. it is the first step to growth. You yeah. know. Yeah. And that is genuinely, I think, what makes like a good friendship a good friendship is because to your point, we're all going through our like different situations, healthy, unhealthy, and it's how we come back from it. Like if I were to reach out to a friend that I haven't reached out to in a while, would they be understanding or would they like give me a shit time, you know, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah. But you're right. Are there, how do I word this properly? Are there exceptions, you know, do you think like there's certain situations where you could be like, mm, yeah, I, I, you know the way I explain now because of the phase of life where I'm at right now, mm-hmm. which is like my, you know, I'm currently handling a graduate program. Um, I have a passion project that I love dearly and will put in my all into. I'm also trying to like, you know, to come up with career or whatever, you know, and all that I'm purposely aware that I might be missing out on, let's say, investing as much in personal friendships or mm-hmm. building a social repertoire. Like, are there <laughs> exceptions to the whole work-life balance situation? So when are those exceptions valid 
and why would you say? Yeah, no, I think there are always exceptions. This life is a pot of exceptions. <laughs> um, there's not a Huge and the reason why I say that, right? There's not a one size fit all. So for us to just like just think that everything can be applied to every situation. I don't I don't think that's ever going to work. So I do mm-hmm. think there's there's huge exceptions and I'll list some of the few I can think of and you know, I'm probably missing out so many. The first one I think is health. If mm. you and this can be physical health, this can be mental health, this could be emotional health, like whatever it may be. If mentally you're not there, like how can you even consider the other options in your life when the center ground which is you is not a hundred right um so i think or that that's the first step if if your mental health your physical health for whatever reason is not a hundred percent then there's some parts of you that would have to deplete in terms of that balance and some parts of you that would have to appreciate. So if your mental health is not there, then you should be beefing up on things that would make your mental health better, right? If that is self-care, if that is taking time off from friends, taking time off from social media, you would be doing all of that more rather than like other things that don't help your mental health. Let's say you get social anxiety. That's not the time for you to be going to the club or to the bars or do you get what I mean? So Yeah, Hydra. That's feeding jammed right now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um and I think so that's one. The second thing that comes to mind is like financial issues, right? If hmm. for whatever reason um financially there's there there's a struggle, then automatically you're going to try and beef up your work aspect. So like, how do you make a living rather than maybe like the side projects that don't give you much money or, you know, spending time with friends that's, that can be costly. Like I'm not saying don't spend time with friends, but let's say you guys used to go to the club or brunches on Saturdays and it will cost mm-hmm. you like 40 bucks. Like don't do that. Like that should deplete and the other things should appreciate. So those are just two examples, but that's just, and there's so many other things. Like if you have a, a family crisis, right. Then you should not be, well, typically if it's something that you should, you should be attending to, or you, you want to attend to, you would obviously be spending more time with your family rather than like going into the office. So to my point earlier, I think there's always exceptions and why I think it's because that's just how life goes. Like we never know what life is going to deal us. And I think that's why that harmony is so important is because whenever you do have something come up as an exception, you can't try to now like still give everything the same attention. This is when you figure out what should be getting most of my attention to get me through this exception or through this challenging period. Um, so yeah, that's what I think. And I think I'm speaking of the negative exceptions. Sometimes it might even be like positives where you have a lot of money, for example, and um, you don't necessarily have to work as much. Let's say you just won a lottery or whatever. Then maybe you now start to give your time that you would have put into work to like other things. Maybe your family members who need your help, your grandma, your grandpa, like things like that. Like I personally think that's that's where that harmony comes in. So there's always that exception. And I think you just need to have, going back to my point earlier, that 
personal compass or yeah that compass that can help you constantly put you and calibrate you to the healthy place based on whatever your situation is at any moment yep that makes a lot of sense to me that definitely makes a lot of sense to me yeah um and just quick i i like to prick your brain on something so is there yeah. an official hierarchy and i'll explain what i mean like is that a naturally acceptable worldwide order that you must this is a template in terms of like priority so is it family first then faith mm. then work or is it like faith first then family then work or is it work first then family then, then faith cuz yeah. this is our daily struggle and i really i really needed to understand or know your thoughts on that cuz most times people miss church or miss prayers or whatever because of work oh i have to fly mm-hmm. to dubai today i have a meeting oh i have to get to san diego today cuz there's a board meeting oh i have to meet this person and you know wherever cuz i have a meeting i have work 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 parents miss birthdays mm-hmm. parents miss births of their kids parents miss like cuz they're working you know and on the flip side there's some pastors or people who get too involved with let me know is the word too involved who get carried away with spiritual activities right mm-hmm. and uh, forget or neglect their family you know what yeah. i'm saying so if you're a yeah. pastor or whatever it's like the congregation comes before your family or whatever which is weird to me because what are you really preaching on that stage you know yeah and yeah so what are your thoughts like is there is there is there an official hierarchy is there a way it should be or yeah it's each is, his own <laughs> it's so tricky cuz i i do think it's going to be <laughs> it's probably no one is surprised to each his own in this situation and i and the reason why i say that is because there's so many factors that affect this i think the first mm. factor is your upbringing right if you were raised in a religious home like i was and you were um we understand how the entity of life well i understand that the entity of life is based on the creator and the creator in my world is god so that's first right for me always and that doesn't necessarily mean that i am neglecting my family for god and the way i personally approach that whole situation is I am trying my best to live the most righteous life that I could possibly live and be a godly person and that triggers like everyone that comes in contact with me if it's family, friends, work th- so that's that's kind of how it's first. It's not necessarily that um I am going on a seven day conference and I'm shutting everybody out 
like hmm. Christian conference, right? I'm not saying that's wrong, right? Because I do know some people based on their religious backgrounds, they might have things like that. But hmm. this is my world and that's how God comes first in my entity. It's understanding that in this life, we're brought to this life, but we have a, a God-given purpose and I'm trying to live that. And I'm going to try and share the blessings God, God has put in me for this mm-hmm. world. And that's how I'm going to try and live my life. So I personally think it's going to vary. Somebody who wasn't raised in a religious household, right, has no type of religious belief, may put family first. Somebody who, you know, for whatever reason, let's say they didn't grow up with a family, might put money first. Somebody who, for whatever reason, they grew up with their friends or like friends has always been the constant for them, might put uh, friends first. Somebody who, for whatever reason, they've grown up around like really, really bad sickness and like Mm -hmm. poor health, Mm -hmm. they might put like health and wellness like first. Like you don't talk to them until after they've worked out for three hours, zend out for (laughs) like one hour. Like, you know, so I I do think it varies and I, I don't think there's a right or wrong because like I am not in no means the... Like, who am I to say what is right and wrong? That's mm. kind of how I'm how I'm thinking about mm. it, right? Like, yeah. your reality is different from my reality. I don't think anyone's reality is better than the other. It's just what it is. But I do get your point. I but think- I mean, I think there there are some things. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt, but mm-hmm. I'm guessing there are some things that are just wrong, right? Like, if oh yes, that yeah, if like you're saying you're in a meeting constantly and you're at work and you're constantly missing like milestones in the life of your kids. They, they don't get to see you as much, their attention deprived in a mm-hmm. very unhealthy way. I'm guessing that's just flat out wrong, right? Cause yeah, I agree. It is I, what okay. it is. Mm-hmm. No, I get what is- you're saying. I'm just saying, I'm, I just wanted to add that. Yeah. So that people didn't hear what you said and feel that's like an excuse, like a permissible <laughs> excuse to just be yeah. like, oh, I had I listened to a very good podcast called the Adult Puzzle Podcast. And this amazing, <laughs> amazingly well-spoken host said that, you know, to each is his own, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, whatever works for you. So my work yeah. gets me the, you know, financial um freedom that i need so mm-hmm. my family can suffer no that's not what she's saying yeah yeah no i definitely agree with you because ultimately in this life mm-hmm. as much as our realities vary morally and when i say yeah morally as a human being mm-hmm. and this is bringing us Stripping everything away, culture, race, uh, like religious backgrounds, da, 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 mm-hmm. da. morally, there's some fundamentals that human beings should have. And mm. some of them are, you don't go about murdering people. You don't go about like, don't be a bad person, right? Like yep. nobody needs to tell you it is wrong to see an old person walking down the road and you throw a stone at them or like something, you know, inhumane like that. Mm -hmm. And so I I do think 
some certain things fall into that bucket. And one of them is if you are a parent and I'm and parent, meaning you have children that you raise as your own. Cause I, I don't think everyone that fathers or mothers, a child is a parent. I don't, hmm. I don't think everyone that has a child should be like, should be allowed to parent because some people do not need to have children in this world. That's just the truth. Um, and I, I, I do think as a parent, going back to what I was saying about the moral, like fundamentals, the re like you brought a child into this world, you made a choice to have that child and to raise that child. So there are fundamental things that you should be doing as a, as a parent, like giving your child attention, giving your child the best you can, um, because you know that varies for everyone. The best you right. can might be bread and butter for hmm. one person, and another person it's like gourmet, whatever. And there's no right or wrong, but fundamentally, there's some things that should stand. And whether or not your work, like whatever you're trying to balance, varies. As a parent, be a good parent. Like. <laughs> I, and I'm saying all of that because I, I do think those con- like those fundamental moral compasses should be the baseline for what guides like how we prioritize, right? Hmm. If you see somebody dying on the road and you're on the way to work, yes, work is important and yes, you're trying to get the bag, but that's somebody's life, right? Like, <laughs> in, in, in that, yeah. Right? yeah, in that moment, yeah. are you really gonna be like? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Like, money is the most important thing to me. True. You know, true that, true that, true that. Yeah, and you know what's sad, Lamade? What? As much as like I'm saying, like you know, there are fundamental things, moral things that as human beings we should all uh-huh. have. Some uh-huh. people don't have this, and it's 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 what makes the world a very scary place. A scary place, and you know what's funny is, you would think that those emotions mm-hmm. should be naturally like inborn like i don't see a kid being born like oh yeah I, I don't agree with the idea that a kid can be born with hate and you know spite and just evil mm-hmm. like you you're born as a kid and you instantly want to bump or going to a church and shoot people. Like, mm-hmm. I, I really can't believe that. Like, I don't think any psychology research can convince me to believe that, that people are nat- naturally born evil. Yeah. You know what I mean? So th- there is a deliberate effort, either by their environment that makes them that way, or, you know... People are, I don't know, but it's sad, really. It's sad because I you have a very you. good point when you say that. You look at humanity today and you're just like really, really underwhelmed and sad. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I agree with you. I, I personally don't think there was anyone that was born just to be like a flat out bad person. I, I think mm-hmm. it's picked up environment and it's crazy how much your environment can shape you. Hmm to be what you are. I, I actually mm-hmm. said this to someone a few days ago where 
like joke like joke like we underestimate how serious it is to like think about the type of environment you're bringing your kids to like children unborn children to before you do so like I think that's something people don't do and I'm not saying like there's this one optimal situation to bring a child to no but I Mm. do think there's some environments that when you deep it you're like this child shouldn't have been put in this situation from the start like if the you see people in their 40s and their 50s and you trace it back to what happened to them between the ages of two to five. Hmm. And it's like, damn, <laughs> your environment, two to five, think about it. You don't remember what you were doing two to five, but there's some attributes that have that have stuck and will stick with you unless you do some deep unlearning, depending on what it is. Um and it can affect you for, for for years to come. So I think it's very important, you know, before you bring children into this world, especially the world that we live in now, like really question and be like, okay, this environment they're going to come into, to the best of my abilities, is it conducive for a child or is it not? Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I have a last question for you. Um, yeah, and I think this ahead. one might be like a little bit of a, a catch 22, but bear with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you know how we've been talking about work-life balance, like work mm-hmm. and life. And we're kind of been generalizing, you know, work is mm-hmm. the grind for money, whatever that looks like for you. And like life is like everything else that scopes, you know, your day-to-day life mm-hmm. and finding the balance between those two. Do you think they are interdependent or interrelated? Or do you think they're not related? Hmm. Should I break it down some more? Do you, do you get I the think, question? I think I get it. I get it. Okay. And okay. the short answer will be they are interdependent. Mm-hmm. But they're... Let me let me just follow through with my first thought and my first answer first before I even go into the butt of it. So mm-hmm. they are interdependent in the sense that um, I'm guessing while working, sometimes you can make lifetime friend lifetime friends. You know, like mm-hmm. work is what you do every day. So in a certain way, it's what you're living. Like it's your it's. Mm-hmm you're living in that moment right mm-hmm. it's your it's your life mm-hmm. you know but the 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 approach or the separation in terms of like effect on you like how you want it to affect you personally should be different Mm-hmm. So what what you what you take as the outcomes of those two entities should be different. Like if you have certain goals and objectives for your work, right? For your job, your professional life, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you know the amount of money you want to make today, 
or yeah, let me even use money, the amount of money you want to make today from a deal. If that deal doesn't happen or go as planned, I don't think your personal life should suffer. You get what I mean? Like people around you shouldn't have to suffer for that. You don't have to then go on a binge, lash out, you know, mm-hmm. be rude to those in your life, be mean, or because someone, you know, did you wrong in the office, you're going to go out of character to be mean to another person or to make sure that you pay that person back, you know, mm-hmm. in that own coin or 10 times. You know what I mean? Like, I feel the results of those two, uh, those two entities should be like leave work where work is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. possible for a lot it's of hard. people. It's hard. I understand mm-hmm. that, but the ideal situation would be work ends here. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my personal life or whatever you know, is is different. You know what I mean? So I think they are interdependent, short answer, but the the results or effects of both should be handled separate. Like mm. keep your personal personal, keep mm-hmm. your work, you know, strictly yeah. work and everything. That's those are yeah. my thoughts. Yeah. I I definitely agree with you. I do think they're interdependent and ultimately we should try to keep them separate like the results of it especially Mm -hmm. if work is not going well but then like you're carrying over that frustration into all aspects of your life like your family members your kids are hitting that Mm -hmm. and i know like we mentioned it's hard to separate that because as human beings like we're not robots it's hard to like shut shut (laughs) shut our brain off by yeah. 5 p.m. and then right it's it's really really hard that it is control has to come by a lot of like work and effort so i definitely yeah. agree with you i'm gonna spin it a different way because i was actually like thinking about this and like a slightly along the line of what you were thinking too but slightly different i think another way to why i think they're very interdependent is i think the type of life you have Sorry, let me let me start from work and it can be used both ways. The type of work you have can set you up for a specific type of life. And flipped the other way, the type of life you have can set you up for a specific type of work. And hmm. that kind of Say that again, please. Say that again, balance. please. <laughs> Say that again, please. I really love that. The type of work you have Mm-hmm. can set you up for the type of life you live or the type of life hmm. you have mm-hmm. and the type of life you live or the type of life that has been um set up for you either by your parents or your generations before you mm-hmm. can set you up for a specific type of work and mm-hmm. that ultimately flows down to the balance so let me let me let me dissect this and give instances so yes please yes please for example if you grow up in a very affluent family or life, let's let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm taking one extreme, right? So like affluent meaning, let me Kardashian type, right? Mm-hmm. Grew up in all of that lavishness. Things have kind of just been pretty much good for you from uh, making living and, and money and all of that. 
automatically that's going to carry over into your work, right? Because certain doors are already automatically opened for you. So there's certain frustrations that other types of people are balancing in their everyday life that you don't have to balance, right? So the type of life that you started off with has set you up to have better, more seamless um, work. Let me not even say better. Let me say more seamless work, which Mm -hmm. automatically gives you less to have to juggle and balance, right? So makes that like work-life balance easier. And also, you know, you also have more help, right? So as compared to Kardashians versus, I don't know, let me use myself as an example. If I were to have a family and kids, I'm probably not going to have like stay-home nannies. And I mean, the dream is to get to the point in my life where I can have all of that. But speaking from right now, I can't do all of that. And so if I were to have kids now and um, balance that with my work, that's another thing that I have to juggle versus somebody who already has that accounted for or catered for, doesn't have to juggle that. And then let's flip to the other extreme. So let's say you grew up in not so great situations because I think there's there's extremes is the middle ground. And most people fall in the middle ground, right? Because I think you and myself, like we fall in the middle ground where it's like we weren't super affluent, but like our parents also made us comfortable, which like we we ultimately very much appreciate. But also know that if you kind of grew up in a situation where things were very, very tough, right? Like Mm -hmm. tough meaning even being able to focus in like high school was Mm -hmm. difficult because you were thinking of all the struggles happening at home. The limits automatically set and there are hurdles that you, you have to jump over that the other person might not have to. So you see how you're you're already balancing way more and you have more challenges because from a very young age, you have the hurdles of getting through school mm-hmm. with good grades. And then from school, you're thinking about like high school, you're thinking about college. How do you afford that? Even when you're in college, like you have to balance work because you probably have to pay for, for school and like other other obstacles right so I Mm -hmm. I do think the type of life in in that extreme has kind of already set you up to have challenges through work because you're balancing way more and it becomes much harder so unfortunately and I think we've spoken about this like life is just unfair like that for for reasons that I can't explain like I really don't understand it but I do think like with the whole aspect of work-life balance is very challenging because you can be set up for a nice balance from the get-go mm-hmm. and for whatever reason. And for another reason, somebody else might be set up for a much more challenging balance. And it's just what I it definitely is. agree. I definitely agree. No, those, those were some, there were some really good points. I definitely, definitely agree. Because if you deep it, mm-hmm. where you're born or what you're born into literally determines like the first 
maybe 10, 15 years of your mm-hmm. life till you can actively decide to change that. You know so right. what I mean? Right. But like, what happens between those first 15 years? And if you're unlucky, if you're really, really unlucky, you might be further down than, like, I feel bad for saying this, but you might be irredeemable in terms of, like, maybe character or, you understand what I mean? Because that's those are your formative years. And imagine mm-hmm. someone really being character deficient, love deficient, like, yo. Yeah. It's just it's just not what you wish on anybody. Right. And there are a lot of people in the world that fall, in fact, majority of the people in the world probably yeah. fall into that category. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's why, very like, sad. Yeah. It's really sad. And this is why, like, it's so important to not judge a book by its cover. Because even us, like, we're not talking about everything, but, like, we have our own struggles. And you just don't know what anyone is going through. And, like, to your point, there are times where the amount of effort that you've had to put in to get yourself out of, like, generational formative years or generational like hurdles mm-hmm. you just don't know like you you just don't know and it's kind of sad and i hate to sound so morbid but it's kind of sad because it's just it's like you know yeah you just don't know what people are going through you don't you don't know what people are juggling what people are balancing in mm. all types of I situations. I just have never now become so emotional for me, just deep in everything. So. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't I know mean, if I want to keep talking about this. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I think overall, like to wrap this up, and the reason why I was happy we we're talking about this is because, like, I definitely know I struggled this year with like finding a balance because mm. I felt it in my health, like heavy, mm. and other parts of my life. But that's just my situation, and I know that this period in my life was very unique for me from other periods because it was kind of a, this is the work you're doing for the greater goods. And like, I'm trying to set myself up for a better future, set myself Mm -hmm. up for not just for myself, like my family, my kids, like things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I went through my own struggle, but I also don't know people struggle. And I know people are going through different things. And ultimately like whoever is listening to this, it's kind of a, it's more so just like us sharing and saying it's normal mm-hmm. to like struggle through the work life situation. Cause ultimately we need money in this life to survive, but money is just a minute piece of the entire puzzle that is life for everyone. And everyone has different pieces. Um, and, how you juggle it is going to be different one day from another day and just know that Mm -hmm. that's okay. Mm -hmm. And also know that like no one problem is unique. Whatever you're going through, this doesn't help the situation at all, Mm -hmm. but somebody else is going through it. So you're not alone. Right. Mm. I'm not saying somebody else is going through it just to make it seem like you're not the only one, but it's just to make you people for people to know even myself it helps to know that like i'm not alone in this and like this situation is 
like the world is not purposefully picking on me, if that makes sense. Yeah, well said. Well, well said. And on that note, I think we have come to the end of another episode yeah. of the Adult Puzzle Podcast. And we hope you enjoyed it. We hope that the conversations in this space are really impacting because more than anything else, we really wanted to have conversations that are relatable and mm-hmm. are really impacting in people's lives so and just um, real uh, like we don't and have just the, real right yeah because yeah. we, we are sharing our, yeah exactly because most of the time you guys are probably just our wall where we sound off <laughs> on you <Yeah>. know <laughs> we're we not providing solutions like they said but just talking about it openly yeah. with you guys is kind of freeing for us mm-hmm. and we hope an ideal situation would be that these conversations continue in your homes, in your offices, mm-hmm. you know, stuff right. like that. It doesn't end here at the podcast. Just to really get everyone thinking and, you know, questioning what is normal and what is it, you know. So thank you yeah. guys for rocking with us. Please share. Please like. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. Um and yeah, till we come your way again, same time, same place, next, next week. week. It's bye bye <laughs> from us. Bye.